Hello from the fort. Welcome to Toros in the Middle, the podcast, a place where we sit down with various members of our community to learn about the people that make every space, classrooms to cafeteria, at Spanish Fort Middle School, the amazing place that it is. I'm your host, Jacqueline Richardson. Welcome back to Toros in the Middle, the podcast. You are listening to episode nine. Today, we have Anna Hunt, one of our social studies teachers, on to talk about the Ellis Island simulation, where students will be immigrants and go through the whole process of coming to the United States. You are going to love it. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about how you made your way to the fort. Um, well, I started teaching in 2014, I think, um, at Robert Stell Elementary. I taught second grade, which is terrifying. And then uh, the next year I went to Louisiana in Lake Charles and taught third grade, which was even worse. And then I made my way back home to Baldwin County. I pretty much emailed every principal in Baldwin County asking for anything. How did and you get to Louisiana? My husband. Uh, He's an oil. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Um, so why social studies? Why why'd you move up from second and third? You moved up to sixth at a middle school. So why? I knew I wanted the older grades and thankfully Mr. Sinclair had a teacher retiring and she happened to be the social studies teacher and he asked if I would be interested in taking that position and I took it. I had no experience whatsoever, so it's not like I had mounds and mounds of it. There's no prior knowledge here. That's funny. So let's go back to college, because you were an athlete. Yep, now I'm a husband. <laughs> so tell me about all the things that you did in college. Um, well, I don't think all of that is podcast appropriate. However, um, I played at West Alabama, which is a Division two. I played softball. Um, I, the kids ask all the time if I was good, but clearly I wasn't good enough, or I wouldn't you know, I would be not teaching middle school. I'd probably be like in a mansion somewhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was fun. It paid for school. So I've got that. Uh, I was an All-American. I don't know if that like ever goes away, if they have an expiration date, but I got the trophy back at home <laughs> and I get to put it on my resume. So that's about as awesome as it gets. But that's no, fun. now, that's now I'm so just fun. me. So I want to move to talking about the main thing I want to talk about is Ellis Island. Oh, it's my fave. It is so amazing. It is. So just go talk all about it. Okay, so it is next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, October 15th. It's an all-day affair, at least for the teachers. Now the kids will come during their social studies class period. Um, this Thursday, the 10th, they are going to get all of their immigration information, such as their immigrants' age, religious background, occupation, just some tidbits about them that they can kind of bring that character to life. And then over the weekend, we're hoping that they can come up with their backstory. And we're even more hoping that on Tuesday, they'll come dressed up appropriately matching their immigrant. Mm -hmm. And then after that, during their social studies class period, we actually take them through our version of Ellis Island. So they'll start at steerage, which was the main way of transportation on the boat, which was the lower class. And they'll have to go through the registry, medical, literacy, citizenship, everything like that in order to get to the quote land of milk and honey. Um, And then that's kind of where they end. 
But okay. And so cool. do the, oh, there's more steps than just that. So oh, there's tons. Take us all through. I want to go through that. Just pretend I got my immigrant papers and tell me so what I would. Your first step is going to be to fill out your paperwork to even try and get into the quote country, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. the library. And you're, <laughs> you're then going to have to fill out all your information. Um, for example, if your immigrant has the background of Italian, then you're going to keep your name. You're going to be Jack. But then you've got to research an Italian last name. So you're going to have to get rid of Richardson and take on your persona. Okay. Um, And once on your passport, it has some questions where it says, uh, do you have family in the United States? And you have to match. And then if so, who's your family? What do they do? Why should we trust you to come into our country and just become part of a citizenship? So you almost have to prove to the immigration officers who we have placed in there strategically to give the kids nothing but a hard time. Uh, Some kids will have it easier than others because of course, just like everywhere and every day, we have first class citizens or higher upper class citizens. And then we'll have some citizens that may have it even rough, more rough than already (laughs) exists. So it's gonna be um, a little bit of a patience tester for everybody. But other than that, they have to kind of use their own imagination and insight of what other immigrants would have had to go through. And they go through medical. Oh, yeah. They will have volunteers that are filling up quick. So if you haven't volunteered, that'd be a great little time to throw that in there. (laughs) You might want to sign up on Sign Up Genius on Facebook or, you know, PTA. Uh, But for the most part, they'll have certain things that we're looking for. They'll fake do lice examinations. I mean, none of these people have training, so it's all fun for them, too. They're in character, and they're adults, and that's, I think, important for the kids, too, to see that your learning doesn't have to stop when you leave this place. You Mm -hmm. can keep doing it even as an adult, Uh, but for the most part, they'll go through the medical, which is, you know, we have a little station there, and then they have literacy, where sometimes you would think it's just reading and answering questions, and other times it may be the impossible. Um, and then they, we take them up to the citizenship tests, which is kind of at the end, and there are questions that, I'll be honest, I was born and raised in America, and I don't know the answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, there are just some things that real-life immigrants had to go through that you just take for granted being born naturally into America with these rights and uh, liberties that we just take for granted where these people really had to want it, work for it, and get that American dream. Yeah. So in the past years, what are the kids like afterwards? What are they? Epic. Yeah. They love this. <laughs> they love this simulation. And we try and do one every chapter, mm-hmm. but this is like the creme de la creme uh, the the cherry on top. I mean, this is the finale with the fireworks, and I hate that it's so early in the year, but, you know, if you're going to do it, you might as well go big or go home. So tell us more about other simulations that you love, because you do. Yes. You said you did them every unit. We so do. Several. Uh, I've got a few faves. My Probably one of them is the Great Depression. Uh, we make Hoovervilles, which they probably have no clue what those are, but you can go ahead and Google it. Um <laughs> But they figure out about the Great Depression and how they have to survive and what people had to actually do during that time to survive and make a life worth living. Because, I mean, it's the Great Depression, people. It's mm-hmm. depressing. Then we also did a... Well, back up, they have, they make their little houses. Oh, yeah. They make their houses. We you give uh, them a budget and their Yeah, family. their budget. We do all of that. They have to actually learn real-life strategies and make life choices on their... Great Depression road trip um, to see if they're going to come out successful or did they end up falling like most Americans did during the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also give them examples 
from down here in the Gulf Coast because luckily we weren't as affected as most of the people because we're we're rural Mm -hmm. and we had Mobile with the Mm -hmm. ports. So we were really blessed down here. Not that I was alive, but according to the books, it was great um, considering. But some other ones, I liked the gas masks we do with the trench warfare mm-hmm. um, where they get to actually construct their own gas mask and we actually have a quote little battle um, what else do we do monopoly oh Last yeah time. we just did monopoly that was neat um, we did uh, we dressed up the teachers dressed up and then the kids actually got to play the board game monopoly on a smaller scale to discuss the powerhouses like Vanderbilt and Carnegie and all those little rich devils and they got to actually fight for their own monopoly but while trying to be strategic and implement all of the things we discussed in class. What else do we do that's cool? We do so much cool stuff. <laughs> we really, really do. Not really trying do. to toot my own really horn, do. but toot, toot, because we do. <laughs> what else is there? We do. We really do some. Oh, we do the um, speakeasy. That one was a good one Talk with uh, Jazz Age and Prohibition. The kids, um, it's kind of, there's a game, like where you have to find the criminal and you don't know who the criminal is. Uh, but they're instead of that, they're trying to figure out who the police officer is or the narc. And everybody's trying to get through the speakeasy using clues and things like that. But they come in and we darken up the class like a speakeasy. There's no illegal substances actually there. Um, I think I think we brought in like Dr. Pepper or something last year. But um, the kids are trying to have fun playing their games like they would have had a speakeasy, but also trying to figure out who's the who's the narc mm-hmm. who's the police officer in mm-hmm. there and we also do a similar one with the red scare with um, McCarthyism and things like that for communism trying to figure out who's in place throughout the government that are our ter- not our terrorists but our communists that are trying to steal our information during the Cold War World War II the space race all that timeline um, and ultimately win the game which is catching them. And then for all of these simulations, you get in character. I do. I do. <laughs> so tell me about some of those costumes that you have. Oh, they're, they're something. Uh, for Monopoly, I dressed up like the Monopoly woman. <laughs> and I, ha- I usually have a white mustache for it, but this year I just basic suit and hat. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then for Ellis Island, I'm usually a immigration officer however i might be the statue of liberty this year so that's usually fun okay uh for all the other ones it just kind of depends on my mood like the speakeasy i usually try going gangster with some striped (laughs) pants or something you know something al capone but uh for the great depression i think i just wore really more overalls and tattered clothes just to show i wasn't wealthy Mm because to be real i have no sense of budget uh for the World War II simulations, World War One. I, I usually try and dress green or military attire. I usually get on Facebook and just beg people for their stuff. <laughs> That's usually my go-to is just saying, hey, I need a size whatever in this. Please help. But, okay. yeah, it and just kind of depends. So there are a lot of hunt-isms. Oh, Lord, help us. In yeah. your classroom. Mm-hmm. So tell me some of the ones that kids will remember the most. Uh, probably lock it, drop it, put it in your pocket. That's a <laughs> that's a one I go to saying, like, lock your mouth up, drop the key in your pocket. It's my turn to talk. Um, <laughs> the whistle is usually a good go-to, like, with my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I just make a little whist, and mm-hmm. they just look around like, did she really? And then our last segment is what you love about Spanish Fort. Oh, do we have enough time, Jack? <laughs> I just don't know if we have enough. <laughs> well, probably my favorite 
Um, the kids are okay. I mean, they're all right. I'm just kidding. No, they're probably my favorites. This has been a really good class. Um, they're a handful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to blow their heads up, but they, um, they really are sweet. They make it worth fun. And they, the joy that they have in learning what we're doing makes it worth it. Even though there are days where I wish I could just go have a Starbucks in peace. (laughs) Um, but other than that, I mean, the people we work with for the most part are, on the same level as all of us, we're all trying to make learning the absolute best it can be for these kids. Um, and we're human too. I mean, we have bad days, we have good days, but the fact that when one of us is having a bad day, another teacher will step up and make it a good day. Mm-hmm. So I think by all of us working as a team, that's probably one of my favorite things. But for the most part, I mean, I just like what what I do. I mean, what else am I gonna do? I can't work at Starbucks. I drink too much of their coffee. I can't work at Target because I shop there too much. Amazon is a possibility because they do the Prime. But you know, other than that, I can't see myself doing anything legally. So, <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Sixth grade, you heard Miss Hunt. Get your immigrant background and costume ready. Ellis Island awaits. Thanks for listening and have a great day.